Okay, we're broadcasting. Welcome to the Outpreneurs podcast. I'm your host, it's uh, Paul Kemp. This is a weekly uh, hangout that's brought to you by the combined benefit of myself, the AppGuide podcast uh, host, Paul Kemp, also uh, Chris Bishaw, who is the uh, infamous guy behind the Indie iOS Focus Weekly, and we're both behind iOS Stack, which is a Slack community and soon to be uh, a wonderful curated website. So the AppGuide podcast is listened to by lots of uh, um, entrepreneurs and has many episodes. Do go to podcast, uh, go to theappguide.co, register your email and sign up to the newsletter and uh, uh, listen to the podcast. If you are uh, also listening to this, you can subscribe to Indie iOS Focus Weekly, which is a newsletter that's um, subscribed by uh, thousands of people and uh, has remarkable content uh, the iOS and uh, then you can also sign up at the iOS stack slack community there is a waitlist um, it's full of uh, uh, great people that we are within and that can be found at the appguide.co uh, just look for uh, the slack um, the slack uh, tab uh, so yeah that, that's um, I do uh, the one minute so this is where we spend one minute describing our uh, businesses and our biggest challenges so uh, in order of um, left to right Chris maybe you want to go first Chris you're muted <laughs> yeah uh, my name is Chris Bishore. I uh, curate Indie iOS Focus Weekly, as Paul just talked about. I've been doing that since the uh, beginning of 2015. Um, I'm also an app developer. I have uh, several apps on the store. I've uh, probably created about 12 or 13 apps overall. Um, I've retired a few. I've sold a few. Um, I have found some success in a few of my apps, uh, and I continue to uh, develop natively for, the, um, for iOS. Um, I've also am taking the content from Indie iOS Focus Weekly, and we're putting that in iOSStack.com, which is a site uh, coming soon that Paul and I have been working on. And uh, my biggest challenge probably right now is, uh, frankly, with the uh, iOS Stack, with getting, um, you know, making sure the roadmap is the best it can be to get the best exposure for that site and get it out there and just, uh, you know, kind of make that launch work. Thank you, Chris. Darren. Hi. Um, I'm Darren David Taylor. I create um, mobile apps for people. I also do on-site training as well for small teams. Uh, what I'm doing at the moment is I'm trying to move into online training, basically sort of like high-level training for iOS teams uh, rather than training specific like Swift development and things like that. So the thing I'm doing at the moment is I'm experimenting with a few um, Facebook adverts sending to landing pages and uh, I'm actually surprised by the the, the differences just sm obviously you know people do a B testing and things but just just slightly changing which products that I'm trying to uh, sell just makes gigantic differences so I'm experimenting with those to um, actually decide on exactly which how you know which products that I'm going to actually develop so that's where I'm at the moment Great. Um, I've lost the window. Here we are. Oh, Jeffrey, you're next. 
Hi everybody, I'm Jeffrey from the PR and Community Manager at Sheduit. Um, just a quick word on Sheduit. Um, it's a business networking app that matches professionals um, based on compatibility and based on location. Um, at Sheduit we believe that a meeting can change your life and we help our users meet the right people that can help our users advance in their career or grow their business. Um, as a networking app, the perfect use case for Sheduit is a conference, and so we're always uh, looking to collaborate and work with conference organizers. Um, a great way in which you can give us a hand is um, by actually using the app, um, announcing your presence on the app, and telling us what you think of the, of the experience. We're constantly improving the app and um, uh, releasing new features, so uh, we're we're always open to, to listening to feedback. Thanks. Thanks, Jeffrey. Okay, my name is Paul Camp. I'm the host of the App Guy podcast and um, the owner of theappguy.co. Uh, I've had a really interesting week. I've had quite um, a bit of success with um, helping discover developers and designers and uh, introducing founders to the service of uh, TopTal through my in insider. Uh, at the company. So my biggest challenge right now is finding founders or great developers or designers who uh, want to uh, be, get a walk this company that seems to be growing quite substantially. Um, they're at the moment getting $100 million in revenue per year and they seem to be uh, disrupting the whole field of uh, d developer and designer outsourcing. Um, so uh, yeah, just get in touch with me if you would like me to make you a warm introduction to some insiders at TopTal. Um, yeah, that's the um, the introductions. Uh, maybe we could talk about our week and, and how uh, we can help each other with our challenges. Um, I don't know if anyone wants to go first. Uh, sure, I'll uh, just kind of give a summary of what I've worked on this week. And I had talked with you a little bit about this, Paul, but... Um, so I've been working to get all the uh, all the uh, curated um, posts and links and uh, news into the iosstack.com site, and um, I really got to the point where I realized I was kind of paralyzing myself with trying to make the site more perfect and and you know get it. Uh, you know, just I just kept tweaking it and kept working on it, and I, I didn't actually get too far into that until I realized, oh, I just, I just really need to, we just need to get this launched, and uh, kind of go from there. And uh, so that's what I've been spending a lot of my time on, and I'm, you know, I'm nervous about it because it's, uh, it does have a lot of great information, but I also, you know, uh, I'm wondering, you know, how much traction will it get? Is there, is there actually a desire for it? You know, there's. A lot of the pages don't have images on it. Do they need images? You know, just a lot of the questions that you ask yourself when you're working on a product. So that's kind of been my big challenge uh, this week and just kind of uh, thinking about that and, um, you know, getting that site where I want it to be. You're nervous, Chris. <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, I just listened to a wonderful chat with... Um, uh, as a podcast by the Y Combinator guys and... Um, they had one of the founders of, um, oh, he sold his company to Zynga. I think he created the Mafia Wars uh, game. Mm -hmm. but his advice is no more than two weeks to do a minimum viable product and get it out there. 
Yeah. Uh, I thought that was great advice. So let's launch and see what happens. That's my um, take on it. Yeah, and a lot of it was I did have somebody lined up to move over the, the curated content, and that fell through. And I just ended up doing it most of it myself because there was a lot of uh, – I had to do a lot of kind of – reworking of it as it went over anyway. So it was something that would have been difficult to automate and hire somebody to do anyway. So um, that took a lot of the time, but just fighting with WordPress and, and getting everything set up, you know, it was a, it was a challenge. But yeah, I'm, I'm ready to go with it, you know. I think, uh, hadn't we talked about possibly a week from Thursday maybe, so that's the plan. Yeah, I've started the ball rolling already. Uh, Darren Jeffrey Rouse, did any of you see the iOS stack? Any um, comments? No, I've not, I've not actually been there. Is, that's what I was going to say. You could, you could actually just do a sort of beta release. It's the one, it's the one at the moment. Yeah, um, I had posted in, in our uh, channel, uh, you know, a password for it. It's password protected right now. Okay. Um, yeah, so check it out. Yeah. I will do that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I saw it, and... Uh, I passed a few comments in the uh, in the forum. Um, I think you could do with a, with a few um, like pop-ups or something to um, email forms to grow your lists, especially mm -hmm. in the um, when somebody clicks on uh, on uh, the category, mm -hmm. so not not necessarily on the main page, but when somebody clicks on the on a category. And you know that he's engaged, then that would be a good time to to uh, you know give him a pop up because you know that he's interested in the content. Yeah, and that's something that I've been thinking about because um, I have Sumo Me installed on the uh, site, and I have it. I just have them turned off right now. So basically, I think it will it will give you the main one in the middle on a page, maybe like once a month if you visit, and but it also at the whenever you scroll to the bottom of any page it will pop up uh, towards the bottom a little bit less intrusive but still right there to uh, subscribe and the other kind of uh, thing that I'd struggled with was I think I'm going to send everybody to my weekly newsletter as that is part of the sign up rather than have two lists because I, I guess I kind of came to the conclusion and you guys can give me your input if, if you think differently but you know I have my um, my weekly newsletter list and that's really you know my uh, my main list and I don't know if creating a new list um, of course I could add it to either but I don't know if creating a new list would be a good idea I, I think I should just probably send everything directly if somebody wants to sign up for the mailing list for Iowa stack um, I'm thinking I should just have them sign up for my weekly newsletter list but does anybody have any comment about that I agree with you though um, I would still create a landing page, um, a dedicated landing page, so people can sign up from that. Because if you just send them to your um, to your other web page, sorry, um, it's not it's not really uh, optimized for conversions. I think mm -hmm. because you have links to the articles if you send them to. Um, yeah, because if they go to the newsletter page, yeah, sure, there's a sign-up here at the top, but there's, you know, that's a, it's basically the latest uh, newsletter, so there's a lot of distraction on that page that is uh, yeah. going to distract you from signing up. So, yeah, I need to, I need to think about that flow as far as how to get people to, uh, 
uh, want to just sign up so they can, uh, you know, without, you know, all the distraction. Good idea. So, so I was thinking as well, we have this Slack community, and the more I use Slack, the more I realize you need a very compelling reason to come back to Slack. And I'm thinking that all those resources in iOS stack should really be in different channels within the Slack group, because then that would encourage people maybe to come back to the Slack group, uh, uh, at least for you know getting content. I wonder what that idea, how that would go down. Yeah, we had talked about, you know, in the beginning we didn't want to create too many channels, but I know that we do have um, a couple of members that have approached us with, hey, we should uh, we should add this channel or this channel. And in fact, I think a couple of users have created their own channels because we, I think we still have it where you can actually create a channel if you want, um, regardless of if you're an admin. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I I don't like to. I don't want to have a hundred channels, but I think we can expand. Yeah, the the danger is that um, I mean I'm looking through the channels now, and some of them are not that active. And so yeah, the the danger is having a a lot of channels. But of course, these wouldn't be active channels because they're just um just an idea. Yeah, yeah. Darren, you're going to say something. I think. Uh, no. Uh, Okay, um, Ralph, um, moving one minute, so maybe you can jump in and give us a one minute on what you're doing uh, uh, with um, your app. Just the app, you know, the one minute, um, so we can just be familiar about what you do for the podcast and us. Yeah, so I'm the co-founder of Symbol and Stuff, and uh, it's a mobile marketplace for buying and selling uh, stuff around you. We offer um, um, same-day delivery or delivery within 48 hours, and um, our mission is to just connect people so that they can buy and sell things quickly and as efficiently as possible. Now, uh, my current challenge, uh, as with other weeks, is connecting with quality uh, sellers for the platform so that when we launch, it is not uh, an empty room. And the other challenge is uh, <laughs> I haven't been able to add people on test light. I've been trying. <laughs> Paul, you know, right. Chris, you know. I've added your names in there, they're in there, but <laughs> you guys are not getting the invites. I don't know why. Um, so. But for the other people that um, I already had in there, I was just using the the UDIDs to, um, to 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 give them the builds to test. So maybe yeah. I might have to go that route. Well, do you have? Because um, last when I used TestFlight last time, it it worked flawlessly. Have you? Uh, so you've added everybody in there, and then you've uploaded yeah. a build, and yeah, then it should automatically send out to everybody, and that's not working. Well, there's already a build. Now, I've added um, a couple of people, and they haven't got it. Hmm. Yeah. D don't base it on so, me. I mean, I'm maybe on I might several accounts, so uh, maybe that I've tried logging in with a different account. No, I actually tried my other friend's um, phone, and we tried it together. I sent an invite, but they never got an invite from Apple, so <laughs> I don't know what's happening. I mean, if you, if you're really struggling to use uh, <coughs> iTunes uh, test flight, 
just have a look at Fabric by Crashlytics because that's just another service that does the same thing. And um, oh yeah, I, 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 yeah, I have a lot less a lot less trouble with that mm. than I have with iTunes. Particularly as well, over the years, um, test flights changed obviously to iTunes. Um, but Fabric's actually been really consistent, and it's quite there's quite an easy process there. Um, and an yeah. annoying thing about test flight is that you have to prove the app once it's been uploaded, which is just another step in there that really annoys me, to be honest. So I, I use Fabric all the time. That's just my advice, anyway. I might try, try to go that road. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I, I, was, I was just looking, and, yeah, I just have, I mean, I just have it in external testing, and I have uh, my versions in there and all my external testers. Um, I wonder what's going on with yours. That's weird. Hmm. Very weird. Maybe I'll share my screen with you later. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can drop that in for you to show you what mine looks like, and maybe you can determine something. Cool. That'll be great. Thanks. That's mm -hmm. great. I, I wanted to feed back something to Darren. Uh, Darren, I had a chat last week with Paul Salt, who does the uh, Swift training. Yeah, yeah. And I, I love his website, by the way. I mean, I, I spent I spent a couple yeah, of hours so in complete envy. <laughs> well, you the the. Uh, there may be um, an opportunity there. Uh, uh, I think he's exploring some other opportunities himself, and I think that he's finding the content generation like really hard to keep up the uh, re regime that he's set himself. So, if you were to have a chat with him, it may be timely because uh, you know there may be some kind of collusion there if you're coming into the training and he's stepping out of it. Uh, that, that was the only thing I thought of. Yeah, sort of similar to doing a um, guest blog post sort of thing, but doing a guest tuition, I suppose, isn't it, or something like that? It, yeah, yeah I'll, his I'll biggest go, challenge. I'll, I'll I think yeah. Go on, what are you going to say? Yeah, I was going to say his biggest challenge is he just cannot keep up with the um, continuous changes, uh, and that he's got these commitments to Kickstarter for providing um, a, a course, and uh, he, he's really struggling to deliver, and he, he wants everything perfect, and he's got all the setup, but he's just getting burnt out, I think, with the workload. Um, so I just feel like it's timely. If, you, if you're stepping in, you may be able to offer something, um, possibly. Oh, well, I'll or definitely have with him. Because it, it's a course, and that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm really trying to make sure that I've got the right course before I actually put too much into it. So that's, um, that's why I'm doing all this. You know, that's something that I was... All the different had, ideas that I can think of. Yeah. I'd thought about that before with uh, with Paul and, and just thinking about online courses because if you pick something like, you know, you're going to teach somebody how to, you know, build an easy iPhone app with Swift, you know, in, in five minutes, that's outdated because of how quickly Swift is evolving. So I'm sure that that's part of what Paul's really struggling with because I'm I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, Swift 3 is just around the corner as well, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you, you can get a good indication of what's coming up, but you'd have to, I suppose, particularly seeing he's, um, he's almost contractually uh, obliged, doesn't he, with the Kickstarter stuff, I suppose. Yeah, I would say so, and then you have to record all those videos all over again, or, or however he's doing it, yeah. Well, well it's a double-edged sword, isn't it, because you can yeah. sell more courses, <laughs> get the updated <laughs> yeah. version 3 course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ralph, I'm thinking now is a good time. Now you've got the internet to do a five minute. We're wondering if we can um, try and make this shorter this week. So uh, let's jump into the five minute um, 
educational piece from you this week. Great. Um, so uh, this bit is about uh, user acquisition and the channels to use for user acquisition. Um, now, traditionally, um, what used to work properly was um, platforms like um, Facebook, um, uh, Twitter, and email. So I'm going to just run into like how um, user acquisition has evolved and like how we can adjust to the the times. So um, so a good example is uh, Zynga, which had um, great success with Facebook um, marketing. You know, invite a friend, FarmVille, and you get massive user growth because of those requests that you'd get. You know, um, from your friends. Um, so. Facebook has basically closed that uh, that line that we as developers had for uh, having access to friends lists. You know, on Facebook, um, you can only access friends who already have the app um, on their phone. We are connected through Facebook, and um, so Facebook has come from this huge open community that they used to be when we had Zynga with Farmville, um, and now they're a bit closed. And the same would be true for Twitter. Um, they not as open as they used to be. I mean, sharing on Twitter to have people um, uh, invite other users would be maybe to simply retweet or um, star your tweet, which which can be buried under millions of other tweets out there. So it's not really effective, aggressive user growth strategy, um, and so that leaves. Um, you could think LinkedIn, but LinkedIn is closed too because you have to export your your um, your lists, your user lists. So that's that's not really really well. I want to focus on something that um, that's that that's really really good. Um, so there's a saying that goes that marketers ruin uh, everything. You know, uh, it goes back to email. I remember when I first had my email, I was happy when I got an email. I'd open it and say, "Oh, I got an email." And um, it, it's now changed because every time you get an email, you know maybe it's spam, maybe it's not. So the effectiveness of email, while it's good, it's not as effective as uh, as, as other channels out there. Um, the other channel out there that's really really effective for aggressive user growth is um, text messages. Yeah, Your user contact lists. Um, there's no um, there's no limit to that. A user can simply uh, invite their friends over to your platform by sharing their contact lists or just texting them, and there's no limit to that. Facebook does not uh, hold any um, any security over that, so that's a pretty good channel. Like for me, I've been thinking for stumble on stuff. The best uh, way to to grow user growth would be to um, Using text messaging, the way the same way that email messaging worked um, years ago, um, it's the same way that text messaging is working now. If you can take a look at the F8 developer conference they just had with uh, Facebook, Facebook actually wants people to start logging in using uh, their their number, which is pointing towards something. They also want to have that um, that access to exponential growth. That platforms like WhatsApp had because it's it's an open platform where people can just 
know, import the whole list and send it to people, invite people onto the platform. So, like, I see the future of um, of, uh, of 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 user growth or user acquisition being in text messaging contact lists, and this is part of what I've. What I'm all sharing is part of what Ivan from um, YesGraph has been saying on his blog. So I'll, I'll, I'll put up the, the link to his blog here. So they have a tool that, um, that you can integrate into your app that can monitor um, user behavior and recommend the users that uh, a user can recommend to share so that they can download your app and uh, be on the same platform. So it's sort of like machine learning and social graph on the same thing. That being said, Facebook is great for starting a fire. Um, but beyond um, Facebook, um, aggressive user growth can only be attained through text messaging. Basically, that's what the blog post says. So if anyone wants to... Say any, ask any questions, or um, have a look at the article. I'll post a link to it in our channel. Yeah, could I ask a quick question? I mean, the only thing I'd say about that is that that audience that, say, for example, the the people that are on my contact list are completely untargeted towards my interests. So, for example, most of the people on my contact list are are my dentist, you know, doctors and people like that, and Obviously, I've got colleagues on there, but mm. how would how would that work? Would it be a selective um, use of my contacts on there somehow? So, the thing with contact lists is like you're more likely to open a text message. I think everybody opens every text message you get. You open it. The open rate for text messages is greater than an open rate you can get on email or on any other platform. Um, now with YesGraph's um, machine learning, um, you have to feed it some of the data that you get within your app, with which type of users, like the invite flows that happen within your app. Like it goes into your app and monitors things, and then only with that can it recommend. Even if it's one person, it's better for it to just recommend one good person that will be downloading the app than inviting a hundred people to that might not download the app like traditional um, marketing methods. So Is would, that would it, would it, what would you it, were kind of going to? I'm just thinking how it would selectively choose those people that are going to be targeted. Um, where does it get that information from? So um, it'll get it. So it'll get it from. So when you when you when you install the API onto your um, onto your app. Like it monitors like the past referrals and other things like that. Um, like I would recommend that you go onto YesGraph and like see how their um, their recommendation engine works. But from my understanding, I know that it just doesn't from the word go recommend people to download it, the app, your app. It monitors the data that you feed it over a few weeks or months, and then only then does it perfect the process. Okay, so it, so it's, it's definitely intelligent, then. Yeah, I'll, I'll have a look at that article anyway. Yeah. If you just post it on the on the group, will you? the Slack group. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. I'll do that. Thanks, thanks, Ross. 
Uh, actually, I was just speaking this week, uh, last week, to Mark Asquith, who's um, he's got a podcast called Excellence Expected, and they've done an MVP on uh, taking text message to Slack communities, and uh, they're, they're really crushing mm -hmm. it with it. So, uh, yeah, text messages are not forgotten, <laughs> and uh, yeah. you're probably right there with what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like the the yes graph tool is is really really good. Like, um, I recommend that anyone check it out and maybe put it in your app as part of your sharing um, sharing tool. I think you've also uh, just, you've just also on top got of people, that. Sorry, Darren. You've also got people probably when they're they're lying on the settee at night, um, and they're more they're more inclined to download an app at that time or do something. You know, that's not necessarily. Well, maybe I was thinking maybe business to consumer stuff. But the, you, you know, if it's in your email box, you may only open those in the day. You know, whereas text messages, yeah, yeah, possibly going to open those in the evening as well. That's all I was thinking when you're relaxing and you've got time to do stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and like especially if you schedule them. Like, it won't counter. Yeah. 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 The counter on your phone that you've got in an open text message is, is more effective than the counter in your email. I mean, I've got like 700 and open emails in my phone and I don't mind the counter, but the text messages, you just open it and say, oh, I'll check it out. So, yeah. Okay, well, let's move on um, to then the final bit, which is, uh, and, and did anyone learn anything this week that could help the rest of us? Um, I've got two things on my list. One is that I've come across a service. It's actually connected with what Rouse has been talking about. Uh, it's called Rebel Mouse, and I think it was promoted by TechCrunch last week. Uh, and what it seems to do is it taps into various hashtags on Facebook, other Facebook groups, and it just helps with your social media posting to make it more targeted. I quite like the idea of it, but it's got, at the moment, um, a request, a demo. Um, it doesn't say anything about price. So I wondered if anyone had heard of Rebel Mouse. I have not. Okay. Well, I watched the demo, and it looked pretty good. So I'll post a link. Um, I'm tempted to try it, but it looked pretty awesome, where <coughs> it, it, it um, just gleans all this uh, information about the biggest influencers that you should be copying in who would want to share the content that you're producing uh, for free because they are in that kind of you know market so if you're a content producer if you're writing blogs or if you're posting curated articles or whatever like Chris and I and uh, some others do then uh, this seems like a an excellent tool yeah yeah post the link in uh, in the channel I'll uh, collect the links uh, Ralph you post the link to, and I'll uh, make sure we get those in the show notes. Does anyone else have uh, anything else? Um, I was going to ask Darren if he was looking for some feedback. Yep. I know he had posted his um, link to his uh, high-level webinar. Uh, uh, say again. I, I just cut off there. Can you, can you say again? What's that? Uh, could you just repeat that? I, I just oh, sorry. Uh, you had posted a link to your webinar, yeah. and I, I was wondering if you wanted a little bit of feedback on that I or do. not. That's, that's exactly why I posted it, yeah. Okay. 
Um, so I, I just, I just, I just give a little build, build up to that. So what, what I'd actually done is that's what I was trying to sort of uh, stress is over the past couple of weeks, I've, I've tried quite a few different ideas. So the first one was to just have a little course based on how to create wireframes, and it was absolutely unbelievably unsuccessful. So it, it was getting getting the clicks over. I had something like 70 clicks over and just not one conversion at all. So no one was interested at all. I, I, maybe the, the Facebook advert was good, or, but the landing page copy was rubbish, or I'm not sure whether, but I get the feeling it was the content. Uh, with the one you see there, I've tried a few copies, and that, this one actually is a little bit more successful, really, really spelling out exactly what the purpose of it is in that first big sentence, and it looks a little bit ugly. But mm -hmm. this one's this one's more successful, so I'm getting sort of <clears throat> I don't know 15, 20 percent conversion rate from the actual clicks, which which gets me which gets me into this seven or eight dollars per per email address region, which mm -hmm. is supposed to be that's supposed to be what you're aiming for. And that's from uh, Facebook. That only, is or? that is from Facebook, and the the advert set just targets people from age 30 to 50. Who are who have interest in Y Combinator and the Lean Startup? So that's just, just okay. like one example. But yeah, yeah. Def definitely. De but that's where I am. That's what I've been doing the past couple of weeks. So, what were you going to say about it anyway? Um, well, I would. What I was going to say was I, I like the layout. I like the colors, and I think it gets. You know, I think it's as far as the content goes. I think it's concise. Um, my suggestion was, and you've obviously already been playing with this, but it is a big block of kind of ugly text like you yeah. said. I was wondering if you could pull that out and make um, a main heading and then a, more of a subheading that was smaller with some space between it just to kind of space it out and look a little nicer. Um, and then the only other thing that I thought was the, uh, the background with the, um, the opacity going over the laptop, like I didn't know that that was a laptop. I just was like why is there a big black box at the top? And then I realized that the opacity was kind of blocking out the um, laptop. Um, do you see what I'm saying? Like, I maybe, do. Uh, I mean, I, I, I obviously I bought that landing page, and yeah, I'm not. I'm probably not going to change that, honestly, <laughs> because I, I, I'd, I'd be more inclined to just try another landing page and then just yeah, test those sure. independently. But sure. I, th I thought that as well. I thought the laptop screen should have some video on it as well. I was trying to. Trying to change it so I could at least change it, put an image on or something. It just seemed a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. But those were my only two thoughts. I mean, I, I think it, it looks good, and I think it definitely. Um, I think that's why you're getting better conversions because, um, uh, you know, if you if you somehow uh, just design wise had a little bit better spacing with the the heading yeah. there, I think that um, that would help. A I think bit. splitting is a really is a really good idea because that's what I was. I, I yeah. think I do need that information at the top because it's it's like you hit the page, you need just enough to get into your brain, and I think probably like a couple of short sentences or a paragraph is the amount you're going sure. to read before you get bored, aren't you? Well, the heading could just be you know like create iPhone and iPad apps from start to finish. Then the subheading could be discover uh, or this high level guide ideal for CEOs and and yeah. whatever else you've got there. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. I just think it would, just design-wise and just to kind of catch the eye. And make well, it I'll, I'll tell you whether it works next week because I'll, I'll do a test. I'll see, I'll, see who, I'll see who wins. That's right. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. But yeah, I'm try that one. <laughs> so, Darren, just on that, uh, someone yeah. in our group has been asking for beta testers for um, their, uh, seeing Facebook uh, ads and revenue. That's the Facebook um, audience is what they're looking for, somebody to yeah, use that. Yeah, is think. that... 
Is that someone? Uh, ben Callis. I'm wondering if that's something you could help out with if you're doing the Facebook ads. Uh, what do they want? Sorry. I don't think... Uh, I think, I'm um, just reading this now, Ben Callis in our group says um, he's yeah. looking for beta testers um, or a Facebook audience, it's for a Facebook audience revenue reporting app. Um, oh, I'd be interested in that, yeah. 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 Uh, you may yeah, want to jump into well, hashtag yeah, general. One of the difficult things, actually, is um, in doing this, I mean, we'll just go into a little bit of detail, I don't know if anyone's done this, but the, the difficulty I find is is pulling all these stats together from your website um, into there's what's called an advert set, and there's your advert, there's campaigns, and then there's like these tracking pixels. Maybe that's the sort of thing he's done has uh, made that a little bit easier. So, yeah, I'd be interested in doing that. Okay, I'm hey, just passing a message on to Ben Callis, and yeah. that you'll be. And I, I did see somewhere that there is um, a new service where you can post a Facebook ad and it pre-vets it to make sure it qualifies uh, before you then go to Facebook itself. Yeah, to be honest, it's quite an easy process once you get to uh, once to to actually create the ads in Facebook. It is actually quite 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 an easy thing to do, and because there's only a couple of boxes you can change things in. Um, I had one more thing on my list. Sorry, guys. I just wanted to know that um, I, I, on average, I get about a thousand to one thousand five hundred views from posting on designer news, and it's been good traffic for me. I've been creating a really nice karma but recently um, I posted something and got into a debate with a commenter and, and now I've, my account's suspended <laughs> so wow. somebody suspended me and I just wondered uh, I mean I could get it back I'm sure uh, but does anyone have any good contacts at designernews.com like the founder or any moderators uh, just mm. throw that out there if yeah. you do Contact uh, Paul, right? What, what did you? What did? What exactly did you say, Paul? Because uh, you must have been pretty harsh. Uh, <laughs> I just I posted um, a two thousand word article that links to Medium, and yeah. someone said, "Oh, this is clickbait." I said, "Well, it's not clickbait. It's a catchy headline." And then that was it. I was off. <laughs> wow. First Google now <laughs> design news. Paul. Uh, yeah, having a string of bad luck with this. <laughs> oh gosh! Um, well, I'll, 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 I'll create my own account well. now. If he gets you 1,500 uh, views, I'll, I'll have to create my own account and have a look over there. It, it's a great source of traffic, um, yeah. but it's just you get really crappy comments on there. It's a community. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I, uh, unlike Product Hunt, where I've never really had anything other than very constructive comments. Uh, you know, this community is a bit more fierce about mm. um, anyone coming in and posting anything that possibly is linking to something you're promoting. <laughs> so All it takes is one person and some of those sites will just, you know, suspend you without, uh, you know, anybody else saying anything, you know. Well, well Reddit, I've got a, a, an account going back to 2007 and it's got, you know, really good karma. I cannot post a link on any Reddits. It just seems that... Uh, it just gets taken down immediately, so um, which is a shame because Reddit's a great source of uh, traffic as well. Hmm. Some of those sites are really fickle too. They'll they just have certain people that just they take it upon themselves to go around and and try to flag anything that doesn't you know fit with what they think the site should have, regardless of what everybody else thinks. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking of jumping on Fiverr. There's a guy on there who's got a really good profile, and he posts um, from his high 
Karma account to Reddit uh, in some you know really good uh, subreddits, and uh, you know they get something like 200 million views per month to their home page. So it's uh, and they've just launched an app which I've actually started using quite a lot. So it's just a wonderful app, uh, the Reddit app. So I feel like we should be doing more with Reddit, um, you know. Yeah. Okay, I think unless anyone else has any other final thoughts, uh, Jeffrey, you've, I guess you've been a bit quiet there. I hope you're still with us. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um. I I received an important call. I had to, had to um, jump out of the call. But um, last thing I heard was um, Chris giving there and feedback on the uh, on on the landing page, and if, we can, if I can give my two cents. Uh, yeah, there, you had sure. said that... Sorry? Uh, I'd appreciate that, yeah. Sure. Um, you said that you're getting 10 to 20% conversions. Is that, yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so with, a, uh, with that kind of landing page, as far as I know, the, uh, the, um, a, good, a good benchmark would be something like 25 to 30 percent conversion, yep. and uh, if you compare what the really good ones get, they will get up to, um, I mean, what the gurus get, they will they will get up to 45, even 50 percent conversion rates on on such landing pages. So uh, if you're getting 10 to 20 percent, I think there's a, there's a lot where you can improve. That's, I mean, that's good news, really, if there's, if there's ways that can improve, because, um, I mean, I think it, it depends. What, would you say that was on it for conversions to a webinar entry? Or, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think so, yeah. But I think a lot of these people as well, I mean, a lot of the people maybe are, are real authority figures already, whereas, I mean, this is in my defense, that, you know, of, of the web page. I think that's the problem I'm always going to face. Is, is the fact that I'm not an industry, um, you know, I've got no authority in the industry. Well, and that's where, you know, like, it's exactly like what you're saying, like, uh, we, we can go back to the Amy Porterfield example. Um, when she puts out something, she has her tribe that's there to, yeah. to convert. Yeah. And so her conversion rates are going to be crazy high, regardless. I mean, she could put out, uh, you know, something that's not even that great and and probably get great conversion rates. So, but that's, you know, that's, she started with uh, 10 to 20% conversion rates too, I'm sure. Well, we've all got to try and, and improve. Yeah. You're, talking, you're talking to Chris, who's the man who's got the biggest conversion rate <laughs> ever in any <laughs> Even Tim Ferriss is, um, is envious he's, of your conversion He's rates. jealous of me, yes. <laughs> great. Um, okay, well, um, hopefully, uh, if we can just leave it that we all um, should try and find other people for this group to try and expand the group a bit more. It's... Um, it's still a hardcore group of us, but it would be nice to get some new blood in here as well. So, I mean, uh, I'm going to keep an eye out. Anyone else? If it's a problem with the time, maybe we could revisit that. But um, I think I think uh, Rocco's, yeah. pro Rob, Rocco's problem today was he, he just thought it was at 8 p.m. and he's he's working at home, but he's he's he's, bu he's really busy with uh, the guy yeah. he's working with at the moment, so it's it's just not possible. For him. Well, and I have somebody else that can join, but they'd ha we'd have to do it about a half hour or an hour later. Um, so if that's something that anybody that you guys were available for, um, sure. he seemed pretty interested in doing it weekly. If um, if we could do it a little bit later, he has to drop his daughter off at daycare. So 
it, ma it makes no difference to me. So um, okay. I'm good for a change. Uh, well, poor Rouse, he's the one. <laughs> Rouse, you're already in the middle of the night. Aren't you? <laughs> Rouse doesn't well, sleep anyway. What, what time is it, Rouse, for you? Is it like um, it's ten to twelve now? <laughs> right. Yeah. We, I don't think we can move it back anymore. We wouldn't want to. Yeah, probably not. Mm. That's the. If anyone can solve the problem of time zones, then. Hmm. Yeah. Right. The next trillion dollar idea. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Thanks, guys, for joining us all this week. And uh, hey, I hope you all crush it with what you're doing. And uh, get ready for the big launch of iOSStack.com next week. Yeah, exciting. Look Thanks, everybody. See you then. Bye. 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 See you.